And now for the podcast that loves the Star Wars version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Not all podcasts wear capes. Okay, so Spade, we don't have Ariani here on this one because... Um, because we fired her. We fired Yeah, she's done. It's a wrap. We've <laughs> we got, had we got enough. Rid of her. She canceled. She canceled. Oh, running late. She's canceled. Say, she's running late, uh, is what she says, right? And, and we're not going to wait for her. We're just going to get going. We're, 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 no, no, tell the truth. We're going to cancel her before she cancels us. Because <laughs> we're bound to be. She's so know. annoyed with us these days. Uh, all right. She's going to love the beginning of this. Oh, all right. So what are we talking about today? All right. So you and I watched the show. Ariani didn't watch it. So we felt it was okay to do a little recording. She's supposed her. to. She was supposed to. She was going to watch the she entire posta. thing in one day, two seasons of uh, The Bad Batch. That's what she said? Yeah. That was three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if she watched an episode. <laughs> well, I can't speak. I still haven't watched uh, everything always all at once. Yeah. Well, that's a different movie, too. Listen, when they were first... Oh, what do we... What do we? Uh, oh, Bad Batch, right. So tell us what's Bad Batch. Tell the audience what's Bad Batch if they're unfamiliar. Okay, if you're unfamiliar, as T said in the intro, it's basically the Star Wars version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, as he affectionately calls them. Uh, but it's basically a group of ragtag clones that are not up to par with the other ones, right? I guess you would you would say Clone Force 99 yeah. is what they go by. Right. Near the end of the Clone Wars, they, they, they came out and they were supposed to be, you know, next gen, I guess. Um, Super clone soldiers, troopers, basically, yeah. Right, right clone right. troopers, right? But... They were way different, so there was like anomalies, right? Um, so they were more individual. They looked different from each other, right? Right, and then they each had like enhanced abilities, right? That was like part of things. So when they kicked off, they started off in it was a Clone Wars the the last season, right? They had a couple episodes, and the second they came out, I was like, I'm gonna ch- you know, I'm gonna change my tune as the t- it's two seasons have passed, um, but like in the beginning, I was like, oh my gosh. You know, I didn't really like it because, like, you have four clone troopers, right? Um, you have Hunter. He has a bandana and it's red. Basically Rambo. Right. He looks like Rambo. He's Rambo. Yep. Right. He's Rambo. And he is kind of like the Raphael uh, position in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Right. And then and then you have um, then you have Wrecker. Big tough guy. He's the muscle of the place. He like bashes stuff and things like that. And it's very like you know think think like the Hulk smashing right, stuff, right. right? You know, yeah, just a big yeah, right. brute. More, more like like Power Man kind of levels, but like you know right. what I mean. That kind right. of right. So and and he's kind of like, but he has that kind of hey man kind of thing like Michelangelo he, in Ninja Turtles, yeah, right? He's a goofball with a heart of gold, right? Right. So Tech is the. Uh, Donatello, uh, the Donatello, right? Because yep. Donatello, yep. in a lot of versions, he wears glasses and he's like, oh, "We got to figure this out." All smarts, you know, the brains, the brains of the bunch, and then there's crosshairs. Crosshairs, yep. Crosshairs, who's, who's and he's the most the... interesting one? I, I think. R- right, right, and we'll get we'll get to that in the season, right? right? So, so anyway, so we're gonna go through this because because it's gonna be a short episode. But I really was like, oh, they were the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it was like the first half of the last season that the the Disney season of Clone Wars, and I was like, "It's whatevs, you know. They're whatever." They, they were know? there for kids to sell toys. That's basically what the, the the premise of it was, right? That's what they were introduced for. Get get kids into it and everything, and it's it's fine. It, it's you know, it's it's not a home run. The last season of Clone Wars is, is hit or miss. I I still think the 
the final four episodes with Ahsoka and Darth Maul are some of the best Star Wars of the Disney Plus era. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, you know, it, it's it's really, really good stuff. Um, you know, whether you're into animation or not, it's definitely worth your time. Even if that's the only, like, Star Wars animated stuff you're going to watch, it's definitely worth your time for, for sure. But, uh, but yeah, so anyway, they, they spun off into their own show. They had one season, um, which at this point kind of blends together. I'm not really sure how much of that I remember. The main difference between the seasons is, like, subtle um, character uh, uh, design. But other than that, right? Yeah, I guess the the main part of season one is Order sixty six, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, we forgot. We forgot. Um, oh, Echo. We forgot to mention. Echo. Uh, uh, no, Omega. Oh, Omega. Oh, right. Echo. Echo's there too, right? Echo yeah. and Omega. All so right. there's so, other so characters. E- there's other characters, right? But in that that last season of the Clone Wars, it was just the four. Right. Echo's another clone trooper that was injured, presumed dead, came back, turned into a cyborg. Is that pretty good? I mean, that basically sums it up. Yeah, he's, he's Robocop. And then they have Omega. Omega. I can't do it. I'm not going to start doing uh, uh, New Zealand New Zealand, uh, New Zealand accents. I can't do it. Omega, right? Instead of Omega. Omega. Like James Bond calls the watch, Omega, right? That first episode of the first season was the one where they had uh, Kanan Jarrus, right, as a kid. As a, as a little kid right? running around, yeah. Right, yep. right, right. Yep. So they survive Order 66. Well, they 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 split off from the clone troopers during Order 66, and they turn into, like, you know, guns for hire mercenaries. And they fly around the galaxy taking jobs. Right, basically. Right. right. They're basically, basically like Mandalorian. Mando. Right? Just, <laughs> right, Mando, right. Yeah, right. yeah, basically. What's the difference between a mercenary and a bounty hunter is a fine line. You know what I mean? So I, I guess it's how much you get paid, right? Or or the rules you're willing to break. I guess. Right. It's about, I guess, bounty hunters is just one person that you have to capture. And then uh, mercenaries just go do whatever, right? Right. But uh, but they use they always use the same kind of uh, modus operandi. But... um. So this season, um, I think it was better than last season. Certain episodes were better than last season. Overall, they were. I don't know if it was as tight as season one, um, but I think the episodes here, there were some really, really good stuff. So basically, the, the reason T and I thought this would be good to cover is because if you're watching Mando and you're familiar with the sequel trilogy, season two focused a lot on cloning, and they're filling the gaps right. between... Uh, Return of the Jedi and Rise of Skywalker and Mandalorian right. and a lot of what's going on with with cloning and o- Omega is, is similar to Grogu, where they're looking to get her, um, because she's a clone and because of her abilities and and things like that. Is it is it too a little too similar? It it is a little little different, right? But but basically the the, the through line is there. They announced that season three is uh is going to be the last one. And you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes from here. And then I'm wondering. Oh, they uh, they did. I didn't know that they were gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got they got to make a room for other stuff. They got to make room for other stuff. That that it won't be the it won't be the the last of this style of Star Wars animation. Well, because they have they have uh, Tales of the Jedi. Well, they have season two of that's coming out soon, right? Right. Which it's is it a season or is it just like it's just a know? handful. Of, but you know, I kind of like those better because it's not tied to like an overall story arc and each episode could be its own thing it sets you free right that sets right. you free i think we could do both did we do a, a a podcast on um tales of the jedi i don't know 
I don't know if we ever. Did. I think we, we could just we bundle that in here. It, did, but yeah, did Ariane watch it? it? I, I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah, um, and we definitely we definitely talked about it. But I mean, we talk about everything so much. Who knows if we even recorded on it? To be honest with you, because sometimes I think we record on stuff, and then I realize it's just us in conversation or on text messages. Right, right. It's on the you know, <laughs> it, it all blends right. together. But there was a lot of I think in this episode, this excuse me, season of the Bad Batch, they were integrating the story into the greater Dave Filoni swingers director. What's his name? Oh, uh, John Favreau. John Favreau. John Favreau, sorry. There's the John Favreau, Dave Filoni, Star Wars universe, right? That's there. starts, you know, during the Clone Wars. Clone Wars cartoons. Let's just, you know, that's the Clone Wars cartoons, not the movie. The right, 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 right. Attack of the Clones or anything like that, just so people realize what we're talking about. Even though it's the same era. But I'm talking about era right now. So it starts in that and it goes all the way to Mando. And this includes... It would include Clone Wars cartoon, it would uh, animation, it would cl- include Rebels, yep. it would include The Mandalorian, it would include Boba Fett, it's going to include the Ahsoka Tano, not necessarily including um, the Obi-Wan, definitely not including well, it's a different timeline. Andor. Right. right, right. But Andor's like smack dab in the middle of that timeline too, right? It's in, it's in, Andor would be part of the timeline, but I wouldn't consider it because it's the creative team, right? Well, actually, Andor is after because the season finale of Bad Batch had Saw Gerrera in it, still running around. He wasn't the old, withered version of Forrest Whitaker. Right. Right? But Rebels ends after Return of the Jedi. Right. The la- the, yeah, it ends... Right, it, right. I mean, they kind of... They hand wave Return of the Jedi and, and like... Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, that they were part of it because the ghost in Rebels was in... Rogue One. Right. Rogue One and Rise of Skywalker. And Rise of Skywalker, right. But I'm just saying it's part of the creative team. So all those characters are building to something, right? So you have everything in Mando, which is, what, five to seven years after Return of the Jedi, Jedi, building to the Dave Filoni movie. Which I'm assuming would probably is probably going to lead into like Force Awakens. I think it's going to be called. Did they give it a name yet? No, no not, not yet. I think it's going to be called Heir to the Empire, which is the the novel, the Timothy Zahn novelization that introduces Grand Admiral Thrawn. Anyway, we're we're going off the off yeah, the right, reservation. Right. Bad Batch is intertwined into that. A, like you mentioned, because of the cloning. Right. B, it's about even. Earlier, before the rebellion, what you're seeing is the story about clone troopers being mistreated, their situation post Clone War, and right, and they're slowly being replaced by humans as stormtroopers, right? So they're still in their stormtrooper armor and things like that, but now they're becoming the stormtroopers. So it's yeah, what what happens with the clones? It's basically like a veteran coming home from war. What, how are they treated when they get back? And that right, was a right, big right, storyline, right. which it's pretty heavy for for a quote-unquote kid show you know what i mean some of these these episodes i know we, we always have this debate right every time someone says star wars is a kid show i stop everything and i say star wars is for everybody so i have just have put that in there i just have to put that in there right i mean i guess because the animation right it's it's un, unfairly judged as a child's cartoon which is not right true. right and if you put a kid down to sit in front of the count dooku parts of 
Oh, Tales of the Jedi with, with Yaddle? Kid, kid, kid's not going to like that. No. Andor isn't for seven-year-olds. You know, so Star Wars is for everybody. It's a little bit, it's a big place. It's a big, big it's a big galaxy. And a lot of stories there, right? Right. You right. have Andor and you have the Ewok Adventures, which Mando made, Mandalorian made canon because of the, um, the, the little riding animals that, that Mando had to. Had oh, right. To, how um, he had to learn how to ride, right? Uh, yeah, one. right. I forget what those guys, I forget what those guys' names are. But see, Bad Batch is getting wrapped in there. I, I guarantee, I guarantee, this is a guarantee with a capital T. Let me guess. They're going to show up in live action. They're going to show up in live action, but specifically, they will be in the Dave Filoni movie. I, I think that's a, a fair bet. Right, which is going to be... I mean, maybe not all gonna... of them, but I but some of these characters, for, for, for sure, will, will probably show up. Because he, he's very right. good at tying the stuff that he created into live action right or or being the one to introduce into live action i should say but this is a definitely 100 percent dave filoni show um I, I, and and you were mentioning it before but i want you to talk about crosshairs so crosshairs he's the one clone that's like conflicted right so the backstory is when they get their their chips removed from their head that they're all going to be good guys and they're kind of leading you that way and they're going to fight on the side of right and things like that and crosshair is actually conflicted and ends up turning on his brothers, basically. And he goes and joins the Empire, and, and he's basically fighting against them for the first season. But then he sees the way that the Empire is running things, and he becomes conflicted in his story. And all the episodes in season two that focused on him were some of the best Star Wars we, we got lately, really. Not, not, not counting Endor, but his episodes were really good. I think it's the best of the Bad Batch. I think it's the best of the Bad Batch. And I would say he's the most developed character and the most interesting, right? Well, part of that is when you split him off from the group, there's no one stealing his spotlight, right? It's just him. Right. So you're you're seeing what he's doing. You're seeing what he's going through. There is an, a rationale and an ideology that makes him not go with the not go rogue as the rest of the group, because the core, you know, the core belief of him is that. A good soldier follows orders. Says it all the time. That's that might as well be. His Says it all it the might time. Might as well be his bumper sticker on the back of his armor, right? Right, right. And that's why he 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 broke off from the rest of the team. That's why he broke off from the rest of the team. And and, and as, as we see in this episode, he goes through an amazing arc of understanding what you know, sympathizing with what's happening to the other clone troopers. Um, and going from like a cold-blooded killer for for the for the for the empire to cold-blooded killing, you know. Uh, well, not I wouldn't call it cold-blooded killing, but, but he's like, like I wouldn't call him like a good guy, right? Right? But but he's basically on the side of right. Like he knows what he's a, he, he's an antagonist. He's our right. antagonist, right? And for right. and and as all good antagonists, really great great antagonists is you understand their motivations, right? There's a motivation right. other than mustache twirling, but um, yeah, I just twirled my. As mustache. you twirl your mustache, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what? We're missing Ariani because if Ariani's here, like we could team up on her. Yeah. And give her a hard time. You, if she we're like here, agreeing right now. The eye roll through the uh, through the microphone. <laughs> no, I know. No, because like we're like we agree on like ninety percent of the stuff. We need Ariani here to guide. You guys don't know what you're talking about. That's what this makes a better podcast. It does. It does. <laughs> but but let's have our let's keep having our fun right now. Second best character development is uh, Tech, because first season Tech would I mean really 
a lot of these characters were like seriously they were just not even action figures they were so flat they were stickers you know what i mean they were they were cardboard cutouts really but then tech and you could see it the writing on the wall what happens to him at the end of the season um uh you see him like because he's like the brainiac kind of um like uh a little bit on the spectrum, a little bit on the spectrum, right? And and caring in his own way and very, like, you know, says obvious things, even though they, he doesn't understand how it could, like, hurt people. You know, he's very no social understanding. Right, right. right. He, can't, he can't read a room. No, not at all. But you give him a book on how to fix a car and he'll fix the car and have you a brand new car in, like, two hours. Right, right, right. So then... He starts through his relationship with two people, one with Omega. And the most interesting thing about Omega this season is her relationship with Echo. I mean, excuse me, um, Tech. That's the most interesting thing as his caring about her and having these conversations about her, right? You know, these these side conversations, like downtime conversations that kind of start bringing out his character and her him answering her questions. Now, I mean, I like Omega. If you've never seen The Bad Batch, Omega's a kid. She's probably 12, 13 years old, maybe a little older. Heart of gold. You know, she's supposed to be the 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 audience's eye where she's like, oh, this is how I've never left my planet. And this is how the entire so she's. She's a stand-in for the audience, but she's a little kid who's also a clone. Right. Right. And we don't the, know the only, exactly what it is. The only female clone that we know of, right? I kind of like, sometimes I'm trying to, because I don't pay attention a lot, and I sometimes try to hear the the pronouns that she uses, but I, I don't really, I almost see her as like genderless, like uh, non-binary, you know? So, um, but, that, you know, because it's supposedly she's cloned from Django Fett, right? Well, that would be the source of everybody, right? Isn't that the... Right, right. But then in, in Mandal- uh, and Mandalorian, it's like, they're try- you know, um, Dr. Pershing is saying, we can take the best parts of whatever. Right. Right? So taking those best parts of whatever is what they're working on in the other thing. And in, in they're talking about cloning in Mandalorian. Um, uh... In Obi Wan, Obi Wan walked in. He saw all of these old Jedi, Jedi in the in the tubes, in tubes, right? Because yep. what they're trying to do is <laughs> make clones that have a high midi chlorian count and high M count, right? right? And and that's what uh, we were talking about that in Mando. But like, um, right? Because technically, we wouldn't have known about that yet when right, the show right. ended, you know? Right. So that's who Amiga is, and you don't really know what she's a clone, but you don't really understand. Like no one, no one, no one in the story understands like what what's really her deal or what's her purpose or what was her thing. You just know she's a clone, and you know that she's not male, and that you know that she's like highly coveted by the Empire for some reason. Highly, yeah, she's chasing right. her, chasing chasing her around like they're chasing around Grogu, right? Right, right. And then at the end of the season, she ends up getting captured by the Empire. And right, and that's the cliffhanger. Is the, the doctor coming to meet her says that she's her sister, and you're supposed to assume that she's a clone too. I guess. Right. Right. That that's kind of how they leave it. We don't know. It's all kind of right. crazy. But back to but before we get the back to tech, right? So her thing, because she's just 
punky Brewster. She's just like little girl with a heart of gold is all heart. We love her. She's great. But she's kind of like a, you know, she's a, like a one note Samba. Just like, you know, it's just kind of the same, which all the characters were. But because the thing with tech and then tech all of a sudden starts having a, um, a kind of un- unbeknownst to him, romantic. Uh, well, Wanda Sykes's character. Um, yeah, with Wanda I'm, Sykes. I'm still looking but, uh, but Wanda I'm, Sykes. I'm just was doing the... that. I'm trying to look that up yeah, right I, now. I see you going for it. Um, yeah, and she's the one that, that starts making him realize, like, hey, you don't have to be the way that you are all the time. Let's, like, you know, enjoy life and, and enjoy being around these people that that you're with all the time. Wanda Sykes, she, she was good in the show, too. And it's just her voice is so distinct. It's hard to picture the character that she's playing that's why we literally called the character wanda sykes i think and i'm stalling for you to look up the name and i'm guessing you're yeah i can i guess i'm on the i'm on the uh, season one yeah you would have to go to season cast two. but i don't i don't get all, all casting crew okay i gotta go to all casting crew all right pause for lookup i guess man we haven't paused she was for writing lookup credits, in a while. Okay. i know because usually because we, we have in Awanda um, Sykes, Fee Fee Genoa. Fee Genoa. Okay, so, so that's the character. That's a character. You okay. can cut all that spade. Um, yep. So Fee Genoa is the character's name. Wanda Sykes voices her. Um, starts to go, hey, Jack, what's going on? And they're talking. <laughs> you see, you see, and he's kind of talking. And she's like kind of walking him through stuff, right? right. Because they all of a sudden. Um, all the bad batch want to stop being bad and just want to be a batch, right? They want to settle down on this planet. What was the planet's name? Oh, see, now you put me on the spot. Uh, the planet of the giant waves is what I'm going to call it because yeah, that's yeah. basically what came. But yeah, yeah they, they, they go to an her idyllic, family's Right, her an family's idyllic planet. Yeah. planet where everybody's nice and, and it's it's very lovely place to raise kids except for big tidal waves. Um, uh, uh, it's, it's like uh, Hawaii, so they want right? to go there, right? 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 It's kind of like, uh, and um, so every the whole bad batch is thinking of we're going to stop bad batching, right? And and the second he starts going, oh, and and then they're going on the final mission in the final episode, and she's like, all right, I'll see you later. Yeah, yeah, I'll see you later. I'm like, and he, he just walks away. He doesn't even later. like say anything. Yeah, and you're like, uh, no, but I was like, but that's the classic thing going. I'll see you when you get back, and you know the character's you know gonna not die. Right. right, right, right. But this is Star Wars. There's no body, right? So here they they have a big fight on a on an elevated, like cable like, car go- train gondola, type yeah, thing. Yeah, cable car is a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cable, yeah. Um, and he falls to his death. Nobody. He just no disappears in the clouds. Nobody. Right. Right. Nobody. And all they show up with are his goggles at the end. Right. So, they show up with his goggles. That means they found his body. That means he's in a back to tank. Right. You're right. Was it? That's the third act twist in, in the second act, right? <laughs> <laughs> third act twist in the second act, right? Um, <laughs> it's a second act twist. Um, so, uh, so he was interesting. So, like, and he's gone. And the reason why they were focusing on him, we got to develop his character so we care that he's gone. Right. right? So the best characters, Hunter. Other than the Star Wars version of Rambo, what's he like? 
the Star Wars version of Rambo. <laughs> well, he's a leader. Right. He's the leader of the group. He's there. He's he's taking charge. He's the one running point on all the missions and everything. But I feel like they didn't give him a lot to do this year during the season because the focus was really on, like you just said, tech and, and Omega. And then, of course, Crosshair. Um, and listen, I don't need Bad Batch to be Andor. But they had enough time this season to give him something, right? Right. They had enough time to give Wrecker something. What? I mean, I can't. Maybe something happened during the season that um, kind of helped flesh out Wrecker. But did it? I mean, no, he didn't really do much either. I mean, he he basically he's there to pal around with Omega and be like her protector. That's basically his main right. His main focus. Right. So so. Yeah, so they have these characters, and I think they were conceived pre-Disney. They were about to get the green light from Lucas proper, right? Lucas, the actual person. And it kind of, I think like a lot of Star Wars, these storylines, and, and like you know, Dave Filoni falls in love with these, these characters, and he brings them along. Right, he has the stuff that he likes, and he fleshes it out and makes things cool. And basically full steam ahead, you know? Right. And they were ending Rebels because Rebels was Disney's first animated Star Wars, right? It was it was started in, under Disney. Oh, because they, they used to run the Disney Channel. That's right, right? I don't know. Because right. I, I yeah. only watched Rebels when it was on Disney+. Plus. That's right. I forgot that Star Wars um, actually had like a Disney partnership and that's where it aired most of this stuff. 2014 it started to 2018 it was disney okay oh yeah disney xd yep yeah that's right imdb has it i see it right here yeah it was on disney xd so it was the first it's like the first thing that came out and they were like all right let's do something close to a an original series team of people you know in the star wars get an android in there get a chewbacca type thing based on the original drawings of chewbacca but that's a rebels podcast and it feels like bad batch was starting around the time when Disney really kind of like their sequel series wasn't being received well, right? And um, for whatever reason, they want they were ending Rebels, but they wanted to keep something going. It's like, listen, we could just put Bad Batch out there. And Bad Batch premiered before Mandalorian. No, after Mandalorian. Mandalorian um, launched Disney+. Plus. Remember? The day one, that was... Right, right. No, but I'm not saying Disney Plus. I'm saying when Disney owned Star Wars. So Mandalorian launched on Disney Plus like day one. Right. Then the the final season of Clone Wars aired on Disney Plus, and that's where Bad Batch came in. So it was already at Disney Plus. We were already in that period. Oh, okay. So it wasn't on Disney Channel. And then oh, it's right, been, right, 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 right. It's been two years between seasons, so it feels like it's so long ago, but it's only two years, really. Right, right. But I think Bad Batch was conceived in a point going... I guess my point is, it feels like Bad Batch was conceived in a moment where they didn't know what they were going to do, because the whatever big plans they had, st- that's when they started falling apart. You know what I mean? Was like they would announce films and they would drop them, and things like that. But and Dave, Dave Filoni could just be like, "Listen, I can get this out there. It's not going to ruin anything. It's not going to, but we need content, so we're going to put Bad Batch out there." It's funny that you say it like that because if you watch the last season of Clone Wars, it was like four episodes on the Bad Batch, then it was another four episodes, and then it was the four episodes of Darth Maul and, and, and Ahsoka. Right. It was four episodes of Bad Batch, four episodes of Ahsoka. With the two girls. With, 
Right. It was it four episodes right. of that? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because I remember the I re- specifically remember the last four were was the Darth Maul stuff, which was awesome. And then there was four episodes of Bad Batch. So it was probably what you're saying. They they had these storylines, and they were going to see what three off, two basically. hour movies, three right. two hour movies, right? Right. Basically, yeah, exactly. And yeah, from from there, that's how you wound up with the with Bad Batch. I like this season better. I think, I mean, the stuff across Crosshairs is great. The stuff across Crosshairs is great. Now you're you're making hyperbolic statements of the best Star Wars of Disney. I don't know that. Well, I said some. His story is some of the best character development since Disney bought Star Wars. Is what I I had said originally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's an intense. It's an intense thing with Andor with uh, uh you know, uh, Din Djarin with all these other things. I don't know. I would say something like that, but it's definitely really solid storytelling and intense themes that they're coming with you know is these are all vietnam war vets as you were saying um where are they going to wrap this up well in this series they started bringing back captain rex right and and commander cody was there too and at one right. point running around with crosshair and commander cody beginning to understand what how he did obi-wan dirty right starting to show that remorse so and you know that, that that's what happened big... remind me what happened what what happened with that storyline remind me what with commander cody in, in the bad batch you mean or yeah yeah yeah, yeah so, so yeah because there was out... another he was there with another guy right with another clone trooper there was a bunch of clones and they were starting to realize that things weren't on the up and up and they were fed lies and that the jedi really weren't the bad guys and they were they basically had regret for for killing the the jedis and they were they were conflicted as to do they keep listening to the Empire and following them along. And that's where Commander Cody was actually with Crosshair, and he's working with him to basically defend the Empire, and they're slowly realizing things aren't as cut and dry as we thought they were, basically is what it comes down to. Yeah. Right? But then he just kind of like went his own way, and he never came back around, right? I don't think. Because there was a third, there was a third character there. Because that's what I was trying to look up. There was a third character there, another clone trooper who was killed, right? Because he wanted to expose what was going on. He was going to expose what, what happened with Camino. Uh, right. He was going to expose what was happening to Camino because of that senator, right? Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Because it was that senator. There was a whole episode with this one senator out of nowhere, and I'm like, that episode with that senator felt like the episode with dr pershing in the middle of mandalorian which we'll get to another time but the you know lately when ariani finally jumps on and we start our mando episode it, it feels like that episode with that senator and that episode with dr pershing are scripts written for a completely other star wars series yeah you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah it's it's like they have these ideas and they don't really know where they fit, but they're like, we got to start getting this in stuff because we got to start planting these seeds. Because because they want to have a greater story. They want to have a greater story, but they have shows named The Mandalorian or The Bad Batch, but they have this greater story they want to tell. So they have these like seemingly out of place episodes that, that need to happen right it's it's kind of like the conversation that you and i always say we we're like broken records but we're like listen stop giving us marvel movies titled after the hero right you can have like an intro or something like that but like just give us a storyline right and just pick whatever hero you need at the time yep to do it you know 
you you know what 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 is the event that's happening that you need to have and does does thor show up does this person show up right that's a conversation for another time right 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 that's a whole podcast but with but we're talking about this right now and about that about that one episode of that senator that senator trying to protect the rights and advocate like john stewart in front of the you know the the uh capital you know saying like we need to help these first you know 9-11 first responders and everybody's forgetting about them you know um and and she's kind of doing this and and you know it's all like uh you know um whatever right right well it doesn't fit our agenda type stuff that episode is going to play into the dave filoni movie which i will just be calling the air dave filoni air the empire movie i mean it's smart title well they called it that they they straight up used that in the oh, in did the they? trailer in, oh, okay yeah, she goes because because uh, oh, in the Ahsoka um, for, trailer, right? She calls him the in the Ahsoka Empire, trailer. Right. She goes, yeah, she calls him the heir to the empire, and everybody was like, oh, they she actually said that, you know? Right. No, it's gonna be interesting for sure when once that stuff starts coming in, and, and unfortunately, it's gonna be one of those things five years from now when you look back and go, oh, that's what they were doing, and, and that, oh, that's a great idea. They were planting the seeds back then, but at the time, it just feels out of place. Yeah, I I, I like the season. I like the character development. I just. I just it's it feels like they're giving depth to characters I wish they did in the first season. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, right. I don't know how many episodes were in first season compared to the second season. I don't know if they were the same or if it was more, but it just felt like there was a lot more going on this go round. Right. And I, one of my favorite episodes, it's a two episode arc, right? It's the, the the episode the two episodes with there's two episodes with the senators, right? Maybe one with the introduction and then one with the actual like mission. Is that what it was? Yeah, because because she meets the Bad Batch, right? <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we're we're, we're yeah. We're yeah, I mean, listen, so. Bad Batch ended a couple of weeks ago, actually a couple of months ago, I guess at this point. But you know, we record at our own pace. Yeah. So, uh, you know, forgive us. Uh, let's see, maybe two. Yeah, two episodes seven and eight. It looks like season two, spoils of war. Okay, the cloned conspiracy, and then truth and consequences. Those two episodes. It's episode seven and eight. Yeah, seven and eight. Two yeah. and consequences, right? Because because she goes into um, Ian McDermott still collecting that paycheck, right? Sure is. The episode of Mando, the Doctor Pershing episode of Mando, which was trying to be, it feels like an episode of Andor. You right. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. 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 Right. E- exactly. Exactly. But it's doing the same thing with the cloning, and it's putting the cloning at the forefront and reminding everybody cloning, cloning, cloning. I think this might be a setup for like Snoke or Palpatine right, and right. how they bring but, him back. I, I think that's what they're gonna like making sense of it for us and everybody who's coming to Star Wars. So Rise of Skywalker, the Rise of Skywalker doesn't feel so out of nowhere. Like what the hell's happened? Out of yeah, nowhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So. It's yep. trying to fix the rise of Skywalker. I, I that's what I think is going to happen here too. Yeah, and Dave Filoni can do it, and you know what? I I love that stuff. You know what I mean? Because one of my favorite comic book uh, uh, artist writers in the eighties, um, you know, he started you know falling off in the nineties. Really couldn't keep his stuff together, and um, so uh, John Byrne, he would take the worst characters and make them cool. Oh, is this Ariani? Oh, here she right, is. Turn, hit, here she hit is. Hit record. Hit record. Time. Hit record on the thing. Just, what are you talking about? 
So people aren't going to hear Ariani. She's talking to this us is, right this now. This is recording gold right now. Just just hit record. She's not set up. Right. I'm telling you to just open up thing, no matter how terrible the audio is. Oh, she's yelling at us, guys. <laughs> she's yelling at us, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She, she... Give me a minute, Jesus. That was a direct quote. Recording now. Where's my... Oh, I can't do it. Do I have it? Do I have them plugged in? Let us know when you hit record, okay? No, you don't. We're in the middle of a Bad Batch episode. You don't need your headphones. We need you in just to... Just to... For the banter. All right. Let us know when you're recording. Just hit record and don't worry about the, the audio quality. <laughs> she says, y'all, it's stressing me out. And now she froze. Oh, gosh. Oh, she un- unfroze. Yeah, she's freezing. I might as well go get a beer. <laughs> she, she, she said, I keep on getting an error. Yeah, we, we, I think, yeah, errors all around. Something's wrong. Something is definitely wrong. Ariana, you're recording now? All right, good. Podcast over. T, see you later. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, notallpods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. Ariana, this is a new setup. Is this, is this your OnlyFans room? <laughs> so it is your OnlyFans room. <laughs> it's my only room. <laughs> room or fans? Did you record this? Because this is, this is gold. So much gold wasted here. Oh Jesus! We can't we can't hear her either because she's on mute. Mute, muted Ariani is the best Ariani. <laughs>